Hello and welcome to the Iowa Hospital Association's podcast, Getting to Know Iowa Hospital Leaders. My name is Joa Hogan. Today we interview Danette Kramer. Danette Kramer is Chief Executive Officer at Regional Medical Center in Manchester, Iowa. Danette has 25 years of hospital leadership experience and was formerly the Chief Financial Officer at Regional Medical Center. Danette and her husband, Kurt, and their two children, Grant, who's 16, and Zach, who's 15, live in Manchester. Well, welcome, Danette, and thanks for being on the podcast today. Yeah, it's great to be here. I had the opportunity to meet you ahead of time at the IHA board retreat. How was that experience for you? Yeah, I I really enjoyed that, Joa. That was the first opportunity I've had to attend that, and it it was just a great opportunity to kind of get up-to-date information around healthcare issues and also really nice networking opportunities. We really appreciate IHA hosting that and it was it was a really nice meeting. Oh, that's great to hear. Well, my first question is, can you tell us a little bit about Regional Medical Center? Yes. So Regional Medical Center, or RMC as we call it, is located in Manchester, That's up in the northeastern corner of Iowa. It's about equal distance between Cedar Rapids, Dubuque, Waterloo. Kind of a nice location up here with easy proximity to all those amenities and the larger communities nearby. RMC is a rural hospital. We have not-for-profit and governmental status. And we have a, offer a fairly broad range of services, including OB, which is becoming less common in rural areas, as we know. And we also have a large primary care practice. So we have clinics in six area communities. And in total, RMC employs about 500 team members. Great. And how has the transition been for you from CFO to CEO at RMC? Yeah, so I've been in this CEO role about a year and a half now. And and I've really been enjoying this new focus Um, As you mentioned, my background is in finance, and I served as a chief financial officer here at RMC for over 20 years. So that was definitely an advantage, I'd say, during the transition. I was already familiar with our operations and financial side of things, and so I didn't have to spend a lot of time orienting to the company. I was able to kind of just jump right in and get to work. And I, I have to say really a huge factor in the transition going smoothly is our leader teams and our governing board here. Uh, we're just really blessed to have an experienced and committed team, and that can make a world of difference in any organization, as we know. So I was lucky not to come into a position where I had to build that up. That was already in place for us, and, and um, I can tell you from the CEO perspective, I really gained extra appreciation, I'd say, for how big an impact that can make to know that you've got a great group of people behind you. I can imagine. Well, that's great to hear. Well, does RMC have any big projects coming up in the near future? Yeah, well, with the uh, the current financial pressures our industry is facing, uh, we've really taken a pause on the larger construction projects until we have a better sense for where things are going with inflation and reimbursement structures and things. So with the current challenges in procuring supplies and equipment, I guess we're hopeful that some of those supply chain issues can be resolved before we jump into our next larger construction project. So this past year, our largest capital project was to upgrade our Da Vinci surgical robot, and our surgeons and patients are definitely appreciating that. 
Uh, we're also currently working on expanding the hours and the space for urgent care operations, just continuing to see some really strong growth in the needs for those services here. Otherwise, I would say much of our focus this next year is on workforce and just doing what we can to attract and retain the staff we need to continue to care for our communities. You referenced uh, Manchester a little bit in my first question, but uh, how long have you lived in Manchester and what would you tell someone about Manchester who's never visited? But I moved to Manchester in 1996, which I know sounds like an eternity ago now. At that time, I had accepted a cost accounting position at RMC. And so my husband relocated here in 2002 when we were married. And so we really enjoyed raising our boys here in this community. I think that Manchester has been very intentional and progressive in working to attract and welcome younger people to our community. Several years ago, there was a great initiative to build a whitewater park on the Makokota River here in town. And that's a great spot for kayaking or floating. Um, we're also near Lake Delhi, where a lot of people enjoy boating and cabins in the summer. And Backbone State Park is quite close, has some great hiking and camping options. And so Manchester is just a really nice family-oriented community. It's been a great place to live. Well, yeah, I've heard good things about Backbone. I don't believe I've ever been there, but I'm very curious to know a little bit more about that whitewater rafting area. So they created an artificial kind of whitewater area on the river there in town? Right, yes. So they removed a dam and put in several kind of, I think they call them drops. I'm not sure the technical term exactly, but create some little rapid areas that you can maneuver down with a kayak or a, some people just put on, throw on a life vest and float down it. And wow. I know my kids have really enjoyed it. So it's been a great addition. You know, I'm recording this from Des Moines and ever since I can remember, there's been talk of doing the same thing kind of close to the IHA offices there. Exactly how you said there's a, there's currently a kind of a small dam there and they've talked about taking that out and then creating a space like that. So that, that's yeah. awesome. I think that'd be great. Yeah. It's good for fishing and it's been a, been a really nice, spot for the community to gather for sure. And it would work out perfect in Des Moines because it's right next to our new skate park. And right now those dams prevent any kind of small boat activity in the downtown area. Hopefully they'll use Manchester as kind of a blueprint on how to how to get it done and do it right. Right. Head east and come visit us anytime. What do you like to do on your downtime? Do you have any hobbies to share with our listeners? Well, yeah. So much of my spare time these last few years have been spent raising our two boys. I've got a senior and a junior in high school. And so we, we like to get out and get to their activities. Um, we just started college visits for them now. So that will be a big transition for our family when they move on to other things. One thing we've really enjoyed as a family is traveling and visiting our national parks. This past summer, we got to visit Zion National Park in Utah and several of the surrounding national parks there. And it's, that's just really a beautiful area of the country. And I really, I think especially when you work indoors and do a lot of sitting, that opportunity to get out in nature and move around and do some hiking is especially appreciated. We, we like to get out and explore our country when we get a chance. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, that's absolutely my favorite part of the country that I've visited so far is that Southern Utah. And it's, it's so nice. There's like three or four national parks all within, you know, hours of each other. And they're so different and, and just awesome. Right. Yeah, that was, that definitely exceeded our expectation. We really enjoyed that trip a lot. 
Any uh, national park on your radar that you haven't visited yet that you've always wanted to or plan on in the future? You know, we've been kind of trying to figure that out. We're thinking about Yosemite next summer, but I don't think we've got that quite nailed down. So yeah, we'll take any recommendations. Yeah, I've always heard that, is it Glacier National Park? Is that what it's called? Right, we've not hit that one yet either, so. Well, that's awesome. That's great. Uh, a great problem to have. There's plenty out there to visit for sure. And Danette, do you have any advice for young people just entering the healthcare administration field? So I, uh, I worked a short time in public accounting before I joined healthcare. And what drew me to healthcare was really that sense of purpose behind the work. Uh, there's just that real sense of reward, I think, in applying your skills in an organization where you know you're making a difference in, in your community's lives. And so I just think so many young people, when they think of healthcare, they think of physicians or nurses, but there's just such a wide variety of needs and, and skill sets that are needed. And, you know, we need the radiology techs and the therapists and lab techs and IT experts and people to maintain our facilities and handle our finances and whatever people's interests are. I think there's very likely a position in a hospital that you could apply your skill set to and, and just really kind of find that sense of purpose and fulfillment in your work. Thank you so much, Danette Kramer, Chief Executive Officer at Regional Medical Center in Manchester for being on the podcast today. My pleasure, Joe. It was great talking with you. This podcast has been an opportunity to get to know Iowa hospital leaders. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for another episode next month.